Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Florians. This finale certainly turned our worlds upside down. And I have to say it just because it's this week. Best episode of the season. Uh, best episode of the season. And the season has been amazing. So that's saying a lot. And I, th- I think we said best episode of the uh, season like 13 times now. We have. Like every season has topped each other. Like it's it's crazy. So I know next season is going to be bananas. Uh, and we're past the point of the books now, aren't we? I'm not sure. I think we I are. know it's getting close. Or maybe we're not. I, I thought we were, but I could be wrong. It, I know that, um, I think, uh, was it McNamara? She was saying that once they get finished with the books, they, they can keep going for forever. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were or not, but we'll find out. I mean, wow, it's there's a lot. But before we jump into all that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. Find our full playlist of recaps and interviews there and soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Uh, well, if you would like to email us, you can email us at bradcourttalk at gmail.com. And you can find me at Jindev on Twitter. And he is BradZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There are like a lot of references on magicians and stuff like that on Facebook. Yes, there are. Um, but besides that, you can find Brad Court Talk at Pure Fandom or Brad Court Talk Pure Fandom podcast group on on facebook i know it's a lot just put brad and court talk and then you'll be able to pull us up we're there um you'll get our main group where we talk about all the different tv shows that we happen to love and watch also different movies and if you have something that you want to post about i know people are getting ready for the 100 they've been posting about that um in there as well um or if you are a van helsing fan we have a group that's dedicated solely to van helsing because when we started out we were doing a group um, for each show that we were watching, and then we were like, um, "Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of groups. Uh, let's just do one." Yeah. Um, but we kept that main Van Helsing group because, like, they're a very lively bunches. I think over three hundred people. And when the show is on, a lot of the actors or people will drop by with different behind the scenes things or um, just different pictures and things. Um, the third season just started shooting, and I've been posting different pictures from like the different Twitter feeds or if something somebody happens to drop by. So just check into that if you've been watching Van Housing. If you haven't, go watch on uh, Netflix. It's amazing. Yeah, we couldn't do a group for everything that we do because this is actually our fourth podcast of the day even. So there you go. <laughs> yes. And earlier I said um, McNamara. John McNamara and Sarah Gamble are the producers of um, The Magicians. And like they're amazing. I met them at one New York Comic Con. And they're just so passionate about this show. You can tell. And you can see it in, in the writing that they do. Right. So... Like, like I said, uh, Sarah Gamble, she said that like they can go on and on and on. And she previously worked on Supernatural. So that's one show that's been going on and on and on. So if we can get that for the magicians, I am down for it. I think Supernatural is on what episode? Uh, season, uh, season 13. And if you something. didn't catch it already, go watch the Scooby-Doo episode. Even if you've never seen Supernatural, please go watch the Scooby-Doo episode they just did. It, they were actually cartoons and they did the voices and everything. Like, I felt like I was watching an episode of Scooby-Doo. Awesome. Great. Okay, what was this episode about? Uh, this episode, it was the season finale, and I wasn't ready. 
Uh, this was season three, episode 13. Will you play with me? It's finale time, Florians. There are some double crosses, an unbreakable bond or fairy deals. Julie ascends as a full-on goddess. Magic returns, but at a heavy cost. Beast Q was right. Well, kind of. The monster in the castle is on the loose, and he wants to play. Now, I really did like the previously on done by Josh a lot better. I think every episode should have that done by Josh. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we had that. I, I think they did it this week. The way they did it was because we go from the previously on to Q during story time. Right. So About the night at the castle at the end of the world, which I uh, loved, you know, Elliot's point out that it was just sloppy writing because the keys swallowed holes, and you know, all that happens. Yeah, but then Josh says it could just be paradoxes. Yeah, very well. <laughs> Julia is hearing whispers, and we meet Iris, the messenger goddess, mm-hmm. who tells Julia that she is now Our Lady of the Tree, thanks to Josh. Yes. He's the one who did that. That was a task that the Lady of the Underground gave her, and now she is a full-on goddess, and she wants to finish the quest, but Iris says it's time to go. Now, do you believe Iris with everything that we went down with? that Iris was trying to keep her from going on the quest. I do. I do believe Iris. Um, Just as we've seen in the past, the gods, they don't really meddle too much in the business of humans. Um, They're busy doing their, their own things like building worlds and answering prayers. Like she was saying Mm -hmm. and working. Apparently they have labs. So like she, she was telling Julia that her connection to her friends would go away if she ignored it long enough that kind of like what Hades was telling our old penny, like move. She, she wanted her to move on to her new existence, but our Julia wasn't ready to let go. Because she could still feel the pain and all that. But my question was, is was Iris working for another God? So we know Prometheus did this and he put all his soul into, you know, the atoms of his being into making these keys so that they could turn on magic again because he foresaw this happening. And mm-hmm. he had enemies, so gods have enemies. And when his enemies came, they took him out. Yeah, because he was weakened. Now that Julia is a full-on goddess, was Iris really a messenger from that? Because if, if Julia would have went with them, right, mm-hmm. they would have been able to turn on magic without a problem. Alice couldn't have done anything. Uh, the library showing up couldn't have done anything. They wouldn't have changed. They wouldn't have been able to fight her because she would have been able to, you know, knock them all down. Well, the, sure, you get your most powerful piece off the board. That makes sense that you want to do that. But again, like I feel like Iris, she was she was being honest in who she was and who they are as gods. Like now that Julia was a god, she wasn't supposed to be dealing with the business of humans beyond answering prayers here and there or um, bringing trees back uh, from land that she destroyed. Like they, they don't deal in the business of humans, okay. but Julia couldn't let that part of herself go. She did infuse Q with enough magic to do one last spell. Maybe if he hadn't met with the the knight, like he, if he hadn't used uh, Penny's old magic mm-hmm. to to uh, do that that dream walk thing that Penny used to do, maybe that like, he was still would have had the magic that he needed to um, kind of defeat the monster. Right, and. That's. I was just wondering. I just. I. You know. With this episode, I was just thinking that maybe 
there was another section of the gods who wanted things to go that way, like they were working for the library or had something to do with. You know, oh, the gods working for the library? Not working, like, but the gods were, there's like this whole other section of gods that are like, okay, we want this to go this way. Well, yeah, like Ember and Umber, like using humans as chess pieces right. to play a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. And that's just all I had on it. That's why it was a good yeah. reason to take her away. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe Iris was up to some shady business, but I feel I I didn't see that yet. Maybe she was a trickster god who was, you know, doing stuff. I don't know. We Those don't really know. Those trickster gods are definitely fun. Like maybe if she had popped up at the end of the episode, maybe would we we could have seen that. Right. Or maybe if she had been more resistant when Julia decided to go back to help her friends. True, true. Uh, I love the fact that Josh is the one who broke the code and knows how to find a castle. Uh-huh. I was cracking up when everybody was trying to say the name of the island, Ogelia or whatever, and Alice is over there whispering it but not saying anything because people get annoyed of her being smart. Yes. <laughs> that And they haven't trusted Alice a lot this season because she made that deal with the library, but she she had some reasons, but now she's, she's ready to be done with it. Oh, definitely. Uh, they go see the architect who isn't thrilled with them because of, you know, Prometheus is all dead and all that. Mm-hmm. But she does tell them that that they she created the castle and it ended up giving the the quest was done by Prometheus to get the knight and the daughter to be there. Mm-hmm. And she says she can leave if she wishes, though. I'm not sure about this beast. He just wants to be loved. What's, I, there's so many questions about it. So many. Well, not not even he, he just wants to be loved. He wants to play, and I don't know that the way he plays is good for humans because maybe he kills when he plays and destroys. We don't know yet, but the architect said very bad things will happen if he gets out. And of course, you knew when she said that. Oh, he's getting out. Oh, you knew that right off the bat. He was getting out of there. Yeah, like even um, on Earth twenty three, Beast Q told us that the beast would get out, but he also said that Julia would be the one to open the door, but she didn't. Like she was, she was uh, in her goddess state at that point in time. She wasn't involved. Julia did was the one who opened the door, though. She she didn't open the door. The knight opened the door. Uh, well, okay. That well, that's true. Like she, Julia, yeah, Julia wasn't. Even, Julia had already left with Iris. Right, that's true. Julia just helped bring the keys back. That was it. Yes. So, yes. Okay. So we find oddly enough that the prison is based off the White Spire. Oh, no, White Spire is based off the prison, Black Spire. Right, which is underneath of it, which I'm really kind of amused about this. Remember back when they were getting ready to go over the the Cliffs of Insanity? Mm -hmm. That's not what it was called, but I'm just going with it. And I said, (laughs) what if Phil Lurley's flat, and they go over and they flip over onto the other side? You know, what if, you know, Phil Lurley's a flat earth? Uh Uh-huh. And it was. (laughs) Thanks to Umber. I love that fact that that was the whole thing with the ship flying. I mean, without that happening, they never would have been able to get there. Right. I got a kick out of it. I was just like, hey, what do you know? I was right. Who knew? <laughs> I just wanted to So question, to, I question, question. I'm, I think I missed it. So can our new Penny not dreamwalk? Or they were saying that he was doing too much already and Q just wanted to do it. I think he was doing, he doesn't know enough to jump in there. Maybe he doesn't okay. know how to dreamwalk. He's never done it before. Or maybe, maybe he's just there to point out that they need to go do things that they don't want to do. Right. Hmm. So they get to Black Spire. It's very, very dark. 
Uh-huh. I did love the fact that they were all eating tacos again, too, but that was a different story. Taco Tuesday, man. It's always Taco Tuesday. <laughs> when they get inside, Alice runs off. You kind of wonder what she's up to. It's never anything good. Uh, same thing for Elliot. Yeah, Elliot runs off as well. We knew about the bullet, and it was out there. So Elliot and Alice are both watching and see that the beast just wants, you know, the constant love. Uh, Alice snorts her little fairy dust after she had already talked to Dean Fogg and saying that she wanted to forget. Mm-hmm. And he gave her the potion and said, you know, do this, sniff your fairy dust, and it'll go away, at, you know, later on. So I'm guessing she never drank the potion. No. For one. Elliot shoots the monster. Of course, it's going to end well, because every time we kill a god, nothing ends up going well. I'm saying they lost magic last time after they killed a god, and now they want to shoot this dude. This is a bad idea. Well, Elliot was trying to do something. He was trying to do something, and he didn't want Q to have to stay there for thousands of years. Right. And Alora disappears. You know, she was gone. Well, that was... Well, they were off doing their own thing, but you saw it float out of the, the, um, the kid. Oh, yeah. And enter her. Yeah, it was the, the, the god dust or whatever that flew. Yeah. Like, that was too easy, you guys. Like, can you please keep an eye out? And then you saw the knight disappear? Come on, guys. You're better than this. Right. And Alice goes back and destroys the keys after, you know, she took the potion. And uh-huh. says she won't remember. So she says she took the potion and won't remember. Although, at the end of it, she does remember things. So maybe she had a counter, maybe... Maybe Fog didn't give her the real potion. Is that what we're going with? Well, maybe not, because as we saw later, when he got there with um, Irene and the other traveler, he had that blue bottle in his hands. And we know later that our our people, they lost their memories. Mm -hmm. Their memories are struck. Right. So maybe they got what Alice was supposed to have. It could be. I mean, well, Q used his magic up so he couldn't stop her. Right. uh, My favorite ever, Margot, at the end of that. What is she going to do? I'm going to cut the bitch, grab her fairy coke power up, and fix this. Because Margot. Yeah, but unfortunately, like they get into it before Alice can tell her that the knight has been infused with the monster. The knight now wants to play. So, yeah, now we got to worry about the monster. But, mm-hmm. hmm. This is where uh, Julia comes back after Iris was trying to tell her not to. And well, she can hear her friends there in pain. Yeah, she heard their pain and tells Alice that she thinks it was best if it wasn't she wasn't there and pushes her off into the side. And it was Hugh's bravery uh, that let Julia see what she had to do. Yeah. She does the same thing as Prometheus did, and she starts to create the keys. And when she's finished, she isn't connected to anything anymore and loses all her powers. Does she lose all her powers? Is her total spark gone? That's the question. <laughs> I think, it, I don't know, because Prometheus, he lost his powers, but he didn't have a chance to regenerate. Like, other gods were coming to get him. So maybe mm-hmm. she won't ever go back to that godlike quality, but maybe she'll still have some kind of spark some, that some can be fed. Spark. Maybe. Which leads to the question, is this what uh, Our Lady of the Underground wanted her to do anyhow? Is this what she foresaw <laughs> happening? I think so. Gave her all that power so that she could get to that point and help you know turn the fountain back on again make another sacrifice i think so like maybe that was her actual test instead of bringing the trees back yeah and to which fog in the library shows up and collects the magic in the cipher 
Yeah, so Fog. Oh, my God. So Fog previously had a deal with the library. We don't know what it was, but he made a new deal. He wanted to protect his students or his former students, one, and he gets rations now of magic. Mm -hmm. But why make a deal at all? Because if if our magicians had been successful, magic would have been on for everybody, right? Or no. Unless he, it should have been on for everybody, unless he thought that, yes, it should be protected as well. Because like he said previously, you know, I can tell y'all what to do, but you're not going to listen. I mean, he said that in a couple episodes back. Oh, so not everybody should have magic. It should be regulated. But like, why, why choose the library to do it? The library has been completely shady with all their fairy crap. Right. And he knew what was going on with the fairy stuff. And that's the whole thing that kills me on this is like, he is very ungrateful about this whole entire thing because Julia just gave him his sight back. Well, I don't even know. Ungrateful. Like I I still don't know what, what was going on in his head completely, but he does protect them. Right. He he just can't protect Alice because she made a deal with the library and then um, she went back on it. Yeah. Alice is left in a holding cell at the end of that. And he goes to see her and she knows everything that went on in the uh, castle. Yeah. And that he, he doesn't believe her about the monster? Not really. I didn't think so. I mean, I love the fact that when Dean Fogg showed up about the power outages, he had everything in triplicate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's a bureaucracy. Yeah, exactly. And we find out that now Margot is now Janet. Josh is Isaac. <laughs> which leads me to wonder about those two. What about that fairy eye? Exactly. They they didn't know about the fairy eye. Nobody knew about it. Her, she still has her furry eye. So at right. some point in time, it's going to come back and play next season. Mm-hmm. And maybe Finn will find their wayward king. Yeah, Because right back. now, she's the acting yeah. king right now. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to get back to Finn and the fairy queen in a bit. We're just going to finish up this right here. But cool. yeah, that's what the fairy queen said. For right now, you'll this eye will help you out, but you have to hide it in plain sight. So no one... Yes. No one knows about the fairy eye except for Elliot, right? I was going to say, she totally told Elliot. Yeah. Well, Elliot was there for that point. Yeah, Elliot was there for it, and now he's been infected. Oh, yeah, and Finn knows about it because Finn wanted fairy toes. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, now they're all can't remember who they are because that was a deal that they had to take. Yeah, they have new lives, so... um, Margot, she encounters Josh, but they don't know each other. You have that moment where maybe they had deja vu, but yeah. then they just kept moving. It wasn't. It was what it, it was just a it was a pause to get you there. <laughs> That's what I thought. Oh my god, they know each other. No, that was a dramatic pause to make you think that in that one second. <laughs> that was it. No, I think I think they had a moment of deja vu and they kind of just shook it off. Eh, maybe. Julia's an architect. Of course, I which is awesome. I wonder if she works for um, Kaylee. That's Kaylee. a good question. I hadn't really thought about that. That would be that would be cool. Penny is a DJ, and of course, uh, Katie is a user again. Not a big uh-huh. shocker. Oh no, she's not a user. She's selling. Was she selling? She took cash. I thought she was buying. Really? Wait a minute. It doesn't matter. Either way, it's she's she's still in the drug. She's she hasn't really. Yeah, she's anything. still involved. Like I felt bad. It's like Katie, like she they can't, just can't get out of that. She, everybody gets new lives, and that's what she gets pulled into. Well, everybody kind of stayed where they were at. I'm, well, really, yeah, because we had hipster Q. Yeah, because Super hipster Q. Q. Margo's still high maintenance. You know. Uh huh. So well, super hip, hipster Q is reading books when Elliot finds them. Um, Brian, and says, <laughs> will you play with me? 
And now yeah, know, he knew it was up then, yeah. Yeah, now we know who jumped into that. Okay. Yeah. So that leaves us with this whole weird thing of no one knowing who's who. And let's jump on back here to Finn. Uh-huh. Because Finn is now acting king. Yeah, she is. Which should be interesting now that everybody's kind of missing. How long does she say acting king? You also kind of wondered if Tick was trying to get something by on her because, you know, she wants to double check the latest tax collector reports to which the fairy queen pops in and tells her to stop apologizing because she is in command and she is the leader. And there are six missing fairies because someone is hunting in their people. Mm-hmm. And Finn immediately goes out and starts looking for this. She's dressed as a fairy walking through the woods. And the library pops in to where Finn convinces him to come back to the castle where she tells the queen what's going on. But the queen does not want to risk another soul. So she offers a deal to an agreement that the fairies won't be hunted by non-fairies anywhere. And I'm Ever thinking, again. Wow. That can't be, and this deal can't be broken by any being any uh, at all. So mm-hmm. this is outside the library's realm, you know. Anybody could hunt a fairy and totally break the deal with the library. Is that how you took it? No, I just took it that nobody can ever hunt another fairy ever, ever, ever again. Right. Ever. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Like, and they wouldn't really need to because they have the fountain now. But, yeah, but anybody else could. So, if they're not even connected with the library and they hunt a fairy, the deal's broken. Yeah. That was pretty much the deal. I wonder if the, no, the queen can't come back because she'd be dust. I, no, she can't. But that was pretty much a deal that she did. She gave him like, a deal that will never happen because it's oh and she told them that that their deal was doomed anyway right you know nice she was making it capable for her people to be safe and free but right before she went back i mean she whispered something to finn i swear she whispered something to finn Uh, she did she did i was waiting for it to come up again but it didn't maybe she knew about what was going to happen with our our humans with our children of earth maybe Mm she has told finn something about her baby i don't know or go send somebody out to hunt a fairy (laughs) you know break the deal well yeah and that's going to be a huge thing right there because what happens with that you know, that's I just the whole point. They've already brokered peace with Fillory, so they're good there. I don't know. I just want to see Irene get hers. Like I've I've had enough of her. Oh, definitely. And that's what the fairy queen kind of said to her too. You know, um, I'll die a queen. You'll just you'll just still be a power hungry woman or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah, she wasn't too happy with that one. <laughs> But that's where we left off. Finn is the queen. Uh, no, Finn is the king of Fillory. Yes. And all of our children of Earth are kind of scattered and not connected. And Alice is uh, imprisoned. Will she become Cassandra? We don't know. <gasps> Brad! Could that help me? Hey. Hey, Brad. Yes. Alice is imprisoned by the library. Duh, she is, but she hasn't gone back in time yet. But this still goes with an Alice from another one who took the potion and doesn't remember who she is. Mm. There's a lot of tie-ins with that. Yes. A lot, a lot, a lot. Hmm. I don't know. Best episode this season? Best episode, period. Yes. I am happy with it. Uh, A lot of good stuff. 
I really want next season right now. I don't really <laughs> want to wait that long for it to happen because nope. next year is a long time. Well, I know that um, Sarah and uh, John McNamara, they've already talked and they've already started plotting out season four. So like we're, we're getting ready. I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I am so looking forward to it. I, did they already announce that it was coming back again? Sci-fi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't know like, if they did, but it didn't matter because it's a top rated show on sci-fi right now. So yeah, it's I like, think it was a couple of weeks ago. We got the, the yeah. news. I'm, it was a no brainer that it was coming back, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so mm, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. I actually may try to read the books here at some point in time too. I, yeah, know, I think I have a couple. I know they are quite different from the show, but still interesting to read. Absolutely. Well, uh, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other cool articles posted there. And check out some of our older podcasts for The Crossing Siren. We just started that. Yeah, we just started it. Started on Monday. Krypton, Van Helsing, Winona Earp, 12 Monkeys, and a whole bunch of other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, this season, or speculation for next season, let us know in the comment section below or hit us up on Facebook or the Twitter. Or you can email us at brightoncourttalk at gmail.com. Definitely. Or SoundCloud. Or you can SoundCloud. make comments yeah, there too. Comment there. Um, also, if you're going to be in Chicago this upcoming weekend and at yeah, E2C2, the big convention going on up there, I will be there on Saturday. Uh, look for Sub Zero with the big arm sleeve tattoo. That would be me. Yes. I'll be there with yep. my friends who are going to be Scorpion and Reptile. So we will be up there probably in the afternoons when we're going to change, I think. We're going to walk around a little bit in the morning, you know, in non-cosplay stuff. So, yeah, definitely hit me up there. Send me a thing on Twitter or something like that, and I'll find you. Say hi. Yeah, and next month I will be hanging out at Con of Thrones with our girl Susan from Geek Girl Soup. I'm not sure if Kelly's coming, but she is. if she is, that'd be awesome. And Brad may show up at some point in time that weekend, so good times. Right. For I already have to go down there anyhow for a graduation, but I wouldn't be showing up till Saturday night, so there's that. Oh, but we're totally hanging out. Yes. All right. Uh, definitely check out some of our older podcasts and hit us up on the Facebook page. And go binge the magicians like a lot. Go do that. Yeah, like a lot. You deserve it. Until next time. Oh, man. Until next time. Oh, so much speculation. Like, what's going to happen with our children of Earth? I need to know. Is Josh an Uber driver or a Lyft driver? Uh, totally Lyft. <laughs> they treat their drivers better. All right. Or so I'm told. Uh, yeah. Until somebody, until next season, uh, start writing a lot of fan fiction so that we can know what's happening with all their children of Earth in between seasons. Like, do that and then send it to us. Definitely, definitely. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.